Well, hello, hello. I'm so happy I'm not alone. There are other interior designers here. I know there are. Maybe some architects, maybe some landscape architects. We're glad to have you. This is episode 283. I cannot believe we've done 283 episodes and I still am so excited every week to learn from you guys. Oh my gosh. You just keep giving. Thank you so much. In this episode, it's kind of a funny little episode. It's turned into more of a coaching call, but I ran into this amazing designer. Her name is Karen Kolb. She was at the Interior Design Show in Toronto. This is a big event that happens every January, and I frequently speak at the event. And Karen was there with her daughter, Caitlin, who is going to be taking over her business one day. Isn't that amazing? And anyway, Karen said she was having this challenge with a particular client. And her question was, you know, is it possible that the 15 steps only work for certain clients? And I thought, hey, that's a conversation worth having. So why don't you come on the podcast and you're going to hear the whole thing today. We also talk about some of the things you can do to get uh, a, a project that appears to be going off the rails back on track. And at some point, the reality that you've lost control of the project and what do you do then? How do you handle it then? You know, so many of us think, well, I said I would do it. I'm committed to it. So it doesn't matter that I'll have to work for two years for free. I'm just going to keep going. When No, in fact, you do have some agency here and you can get yourself out of a situation that just isn't working for you. And spoiler alert, I mean, you're talking to me, so uh, do the 15 steps work for every client? I don't know, but they work for me. They work for the way I want to work, and they do seem to attract, in my case, those clients who like the sound of what I'm doing, who like the idea that there is a linear process for running a project from top to bottom, who probably have worked with other designers, who have probably been frustrated by other designers. I got a job this week, the third job I've gotten, by the way, in the last few years from a designer in Toronto who's super famous at the moment. Everybody's talking about her. Isn't she amazing? She's got an entourage that follows her around. Great. I now have gotten the third job from clients who hired her and were super disappointed. So that's the trail I left behind in my wake many years ago. And that's not the trail I want to be on anymore. I'm not sure I'm going to take this third job that's come my way because the reality is it's such a botched mess now. I feel like it's so challenging, right? To tell clients like, you're just going to have to dump some of this stuff. It's just, you make up your mind, you one way or the other, it's, you know, it's not going to work. I'm not going to be able to just add new pillows and throws and throw some paint on the wall and make this better. So I'm going to have to have that uh, very real conversation with them. I thought I scared them off at the consultation, but they since called back and said, no, we want to go forward. So now I'm like, okay, I'm going to have to take my own medicine here. I say this to you guys all the time. You know, you have agency, you don't have to take every job that comes your way. And I realized like I'm so fortunate that I've been doing this a long time. I've had the BOD 15 under my belt and I've been using it for over 15 years now. So my clientele is streamlined and works for me. And I rarely get a project that I'm not excited about. But in this case, I may have to uh, take my own advice and, and just say no. Okay, fine. I will. I will say no. I'm making the commitment. It's somehow I need you guys to keep me on the straight and narrow. 
Anyway, enough about me. We actually are going to have an episode and we're going to talk about Karen Kolb. Karen has a full service interior design firm in Toronto, Karen Kolb Interiors. You can find her on Instagram, Karen Kolb Interiors, K-A-R-I-N-K-O-L-B Interiors. If you're driving, don't worry about a thing. You will find that information in the show notes. And you'll also see that there is a link to a project that was recently published, which Karen will tell you all about. I will also say this episode turns into a bit of an ad for business of design. I, you know, I always feel kind of shy about that. Like maybe I've trapped you and you have to listen to how great BOD is, but it was unsolicited. It's part of the show. And, you know, Karen, thank you. Like, wow, can you please be our PR firm from now on? Uh, She can probably do that well too. She seems to be able to do so many things really well. I admire people like that. I have one skill, interior design. That's it. That's all I've got in my roster of talents. But boy, oh boy, has it ever given me a lot of joy. And you guys... Thank you so much for being here. I honestly look forward to our one-sided conversation every single week. If you really love me, if you really care about me, you will reach out and you will want to be on the podcast or take over the podcast. Maybe you've got a fabulous guest you want to interview. I know we are doing a BOD Live. We're going to be talking about Atomic Habits. So that author would be amazing to interview. Anyway, sky's the limit. Let us know if you've got a great idea, a superpower, something you want to talk about, you need a coaching call, or you just feel like it's your time to shine and you want to take over the mic and interview someone else. We would love to have you on the podcast. Before we jump into the episode, I would love to hear what's going on at Business of Design. Let's hear from Cheryl Horn, Director of Operations. Thank you so much for being here. Cheryl, what's first on the agenda today? Well, today I'm going to start with our BOD live meetings. And of course, these are the monthly meetings that uh, our members get to participate in and, you know, ask pressing questions, get clarification on uh, BOD systems and procedures that are in the programs. Uh, but most of the time we have a dedicated topic. So, you know, we know, we know what we're talking about when we get in there. And actually last week, the recording's available from last week's, and we talked about project management software. And I know I was promoting this one a lot leading up to it. So uh, I led the meeting and and frankly, I was afraid nobody would show up without you there. No, they love you. Um, but we had a great turnout. It was a great conversation. And I think, you know, we got through so many different programs, pros and cons, uh, what others are using. So if that's one of your top questions, because again, I know it's always a hot topic within the Facebook group, and I'm sure it's you know super relevant for all of our podcast listeners as well. Uh, if you want to know both for project management, we also talked talked a lot about team management programs. So there's some great advice on those programs as well. Again, the recording's available until our next BOD live meeting on August 24th. So make sure you check out that recording. If you're not a member, please join us to take advantage of these monthly meetings. In August, we're going to be talking about team facing procedures. And essentially what that breaks down to is that we consider the BOD 15, uh, the program version that you'd get within membership, our client facing procedures. Team facing procedures are more the version of all of our systems that live within the operations manual. Uh, You know, that's a document you can literally hand to a new employee as part of their onboarding process. And those are the kind of systems that we are going to talk about at the next meeting, but with a focus on 
uh, leadership within your office, how to delegate and focus on running your team and, um, you know, covering those kind of procedures that uh, are team facing within your office. And then we are starting to promote our summer, uh, sorry, we are starting to promote our September BOD live meeting because that's going to be our next book club. We haven't done one of these in a while, but uh, a book, Atomic Habits, was recommended to Kimberly and I, and we're both reading it and getting so much out of it that we really thought our members can gain from it as well. So check that one out as well. Uh, grab the book and start reading it so you can participate in that conversation. And of course, you do not have to purchase or read the book in advance to participate. You are welcome to join that meeting and listen in. I think you will get a lot out of it. Also coming up in September, I will start wrapping up. I know this has been a long one, but we are covering the BOD contract for commercial projects. I've had some questions about this one. So, um, it is going to start out, I have it listed in events and products right now for our contracts, because right now it is going to start out as a live two-hour virtual seminar where you can ask questions and we're going to have that Q&A portion of it as Kimberly teaches that live. She's going to walk through uh, her commercial contract. A copy of that contract will be included. And she's also going to talk about how she runs commercial projects because it does also follow the BOD 15 when she does commercial. Uh, those steps are not just for residential projects. And then uh, following that live session, it will still be available within the BOD contracts section. And again, you're going to still receive a copy of Kimberly's commercial contract, as well as that two-hour recording. So please join us live on September 29th, and you will have access to the Q&A portion of that to really uh, get those questions answered, anything on commercial projects. So check out the website for all of this. There's so much more going on. If there's anything uh, that you, we've ever talked about that you're looking for on the site and can't find it, by all re means, uh, reach out to me, Cheryl, at businessofdesign.com. Talk to you soon. Oh my goodness, that was a lot. And I'm going to throw out a couple of other dates for you to put in your calendar. For those of you who want to join a boss group, those typically launch in October. So start thinking about applying to join a boss group now. If you want to go to the elite retreat, it will not be in Santa Monica in 2023. Where will it be, you ask? We're going to Charleston and Savannah. So if you've never been, oh my gosh, it's an amazing place. We took a group there once to learn about art and architecture and had the best time ever. Elite Retreat, Charleston and Savannah. That's happening in April of 2023. In March, if you are in Australia, we have a BOD 15 seminar, two full intensive days at Sydney Boyd Blue. So check that out on the website. Yes. So that's March of 2023. And then in April, it's going to be the Elite Retreat, Charleston and Savannah. And then the following October, another boss group launches. So you know what I mean? It's busy. Start blocking those dates in your calendar. Start thinking about how to spend some of your vacation time with your company paying for it. We'll make sure it's worth your while. Thanks to Cheryl for announcements. And now time to get into the show. Welcome to the Business of Design podcast with Kimberly Selden. Business of Design is the world's best business training for interior design professionals like you. We have the systems, strategies, and protocols you need to consistently satisfy clients, increase profitability, and run your projects like a boss. 
Unlike traditional coaching, BOD is a fast track to immediate results. Don't try to do this alone. Join today and you'll have access to hundreds of targeted training modules, plus member perks like BOD Live events, member-only podcasts, preferred pricing, and the support of an engaged community of peers. We all know design matters. At Business of Design, we think designers matter too. Sure. Cool. I figured this would be... Are we doing a podcast now? This is just an interview. No, we're doing it. You're joking. I'm not joking. What? (laughs) I wasn't ready for this. You thought there was a rehearsal. (laughs) I thought it was... I'm literally in my bathing suit here. That's Like, I just came in from the backyard. I was like, oh, I got five minutes. Like, we're just going to talk of whether I'm a good fit for this podcast or what. No, 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 no. I've got 80 rap going on in the back. Oh, do you? Let off. me see if I can hear it. Can I hear? Yeah, no. maybe turn it off. Can you do it? Yeah. Do you have time to do it? This is hilarious. Sure. Yeah, every, mean, everything yeah. else is right. Okay, we, that's fine. We don't. Everything's have gone sideways today. So, right. I I worked on a full. I had an initial consultation on Friday, and um, the design summary I was working on today. I was almost done. Did it save? It didn't save. Oh my I gosh. I lost it. My computer's acting up and I just, I'm just, I'm going bananas. I'm getting nothing done. <laughs> Are you so, sure it's not somewhere? Like I tried it. You've tried a, everything. I, I spent a lot of time looking for it. Oh. Um, yeah. It makes me want to cry. So I, hate I might as well go off another. Yeah. Yeah. So. We'll just continue with that. We'll just continue that <laughs> with that. Okay. So Karen, we got to see each other at the interior design show and yes. you mentioned that there's something, there was something happening with one of your clients, everything you thought was going well, but suddenly it wasn't going well. And maybe somehow it was related to the 15 steps and what the heck are we going to do to fix this problem? So tell us what's going on. Yeah. Well, I'd like to just share that I became a member, I'm going to say about a year and a half ago now, and it has changed my business. I would have to say that my profit has increased by like three times the amount, Mm -hmm. and um, clients love it. Um, Yeah. I I mean, when I go for the presentation, they accept probably 90 to 95% of what we propose, um, they are so impressed on how organized we are, um, you know, and they love to see the budget um, outlined as well. Um, because prior to this, I, maybe I should back up a little. I don't know if you want to hear my history, but uh, I'm relatively new in the business in this iteration of um, interior design. Uh, I have a history or background in um, real estate and then staging and then uh turned into decorating. And then I went to George Brown, did the program and just launched in Karen Cole Interiors in 2019. So. Wow. Okay. So really new. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. mm -hmm. Yeah. I was kind of thrown into working full time as well because of a divorce. So um, here I am and I love it. I mean, I've always loved the business. I loved everything about homes, whether it was selling them or staging them or decorating them. Um, Anyhow, so I knew that when I was finished the George Brown program and I've been listening to your podcast like a crazy person, my kids all know you. And (laughs) every time... 
I know when we're in the car, we're driving up north, anywhere that's, I listen to like two or three at a time. Like the kids know how to run a design business, I swear. So, yeah. So I, once I was done school, I thought, okay, I'm going to join and become a member. And uh, even though I was in school, I was still running projects, you know, because people, you know, they know what I'm doing. And I had my Instagram running, had a website and just getting started. But I have to say when I, when I started implementing the BOD, which was, uh, I have to say my first project uh, that I implemented the 15 steps was last June. Um, And my business has skyrocketed. Like it's unbelievable. And um, I was published in a magazine in like just this spring, our homes magazine, best of Ontario. Wow. That was actually, I want to see it. Do you have a link? You'll, yeah. if you give us a link, we'll put it in the show notes. Yeah, I do have a link. Good. I'll, I'll send Amazing. it over. Yeah. So, and actually that was the project that I did the uh, 15 steps on for the first time. And that's why it's published. Hello. Right. Like Amazing. you got to yes. finish it to get it published. And that's what those steps are for to make sure you can oh. finish it. So, yes. so far it all sounds really positive and it's like an ad yes. for business of design. So thank yeah. you. Um, yes. And I don't mean to be flip about this all the time, but we hear this all the time. Like uh, now I make two or three or four times more than I used to make. And this is just the beginning for you. You're just getting started. So this is by no means the ceiling. It's like the entry level. We're very excited for you. What happened then on a recent project that made you think, Hmm, what's going on here? Yeah. You know, so we've been running every, I'm running about 10 projects a year and I have now two staff and, you know, we've got it down pat and we're just rolling along. And, uh, this particular client, she's also a friend of mine and a lot of my clients are friends. Um, you know, I am just slowly working through the neighborhood kind of thing and it's through referrals. Everyone's very happy. And, you know, I I've known her for many years and they just bought a a new big house and uh, they hired us and, you know, I presented, you know, how we work and they were very impressed. And so we proceeded, (laughs) we did the presentation with, we wanted to kind of chunk out the house because um, they're living in it and yeah, they wanted to just get some areas done first um, just in terms of uh, efficiency, this, the main floor, just so when people walk in that it's, you know, okay. it's done. So did that, is that right there where you went out of process or did you Not follow the process for phase one? You followed the entire process yeah, for phase one. I did. Okay. Yeah. All right. So it was the foyer, living room, dining room, and the primary bedroom. So we selected everything, you know, I had my trade day, we, and then, you know, and then we went and selected everything and then we had the presentation and the presentation I feel is going really well. And I, I felt that, you know, we were all on the same page and then she, they sent me a really long email and said, you know, we love the overall concept, but we're just, you know, we're not crazy about this and that. And basically Kimberly, she, she second guessed every single decision wanted to go and re like go out shopping on her own, you know, going out to my retailers and I would hook her up with my rep just to, you know, keep things controlled, you know? Um, but she wanted to like, see if there was better options. And I feel like almost like she didn't trust me. I, I don't know. Um, uh, you know, in many cases she turned out like 
kind of came full circle and arrived at the same conclusion. Right. Yeah. But in many cases, you know, we, we shifted gears. Um, she went out and shopped for carpets on her own and ended up selecting them by themselves, you know, without consulting me at all. Like I just, the whole thing went sideways. I feel like yeah. what happened? <laughs> you kind of lost control of the project. So, okay. Completely. So there's a whole, if this was your very first time doing it, that would be one thing, but you've, now you've done this presentation style and the BOD 15, how many times? Um, I, I like, I don't even know, 10 times at okay. least. So 10 times it's worked and this, January. this one yeah. time something's gone up. Okay. It's possible that this client is a client who just cannot make decisions. That's possible. You, I, yes. I don't get them very often because I try to suss them out and make sure I don't get them, but it's possible. It's also mm -hmm. possible at the presentation, if this had happened to me, I would be wondering at the presentation, what was I like? What was my confidence level like? And was I checking in item by item with the clients to say, yes, is this what you want? Is this what you like? Are you happy with this? Because to be surprised at the end is such a big shock. So I make mm -hmm. sure if like, we'll take a super simple example. We're doing a foyer. Yeah. I, you know, I obviously I show the floor plans. I show the elevations. I'm beginning to show the samples. And when I get... When I'm showing each item, I'm saying, this, this works. How do you feel about it? And I'm kind of you know nodding my head and they're going, yeah, yeah, this is great. So I'm getting their buy-in at every step of the presentation. So the final buy-in, of course, is the money. And yeah. if, if at that point, at the end of it, when they've seen the price tag and I've had their buy-in on every single thing, including money, this would not happen. But... Was there a point at any part of that process where you think maybe you lost their buy-in? Um, you know, I did check in. They, you know, I think because they were being polite, maybe they were nodding and saying, yeah, that's great. I, I really like that, you know, and then everything got shifted. I'm trying to think back to the actual foyer and they changed the table, they changed the light fixture, they changed the stool fabric, you know, everything was changed. Okay. <laughs> so, okay. So, so what's going on here? Let's figure this out. So I, I can understand if they get to the end and they're being polite because that's a Canadian thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. And then when you leave, they go, oh my God, that wasn't it at all. Okay. That could happen. I, I, I would hate that, but I, that, I could see how that could happen. But is it possible at the end of the presentation that they were timid or shy to tell you that they just didn't have the money to do everything you wanted to do? Is there any way this is a money thing? No, money is not an issue for them okay. at all. Is it an alpha dog no. thing? Did you get the impression like my ideas are better than yours, so I'm going to lead? Um, I think that it's an indecision thing as mm. well. And... Um, I just, you know what, I really, I, I, I really don't know, but I guess what I want to bounce off of you is how do you identify clients like that? And maybe we, you know, cause what I had said to her after when we were now we're doing the kitchen, I said, you know, this traditional way that I've been presenting um, and sourcing and presenting maybe doesn't work well for you. And, and uh, maybe we just go back to two of us selecting together. And she says, yeah, I think that's better. 
Look at well, my face. she's a friend, Kimberly. <laughs> oh my gosh, even more so. Okay. So now what's happening is your friend is telling you how to run your interior design business. Imagine if I was Elon Musk and I own Tesla and suddenly my friend is telling me how to run Tesla. It just doesn't happen. So that's a huge mistake. Don't you, She's gotten into your head now. That's no good. But it's not really about her. It's really about Karen. So yeah. he, here's something too. If a client were to say to me, I, you know, I'm not sure about this and I'm not sure about this, my job is to say, really? I am sure. I'm 100% sure this is the right choice. Tell me what's going on with you. So did you present that strong of a confident um, pushback when she wanted to start making changes? Yeah, I did. You did. But, you know, you know, I'm, I'm as as you always say, there's us designers are people pleasers. And, you know, I want to be you know, easygoing. Um, so I said, okay, so we will, you know, look at reselecting a lot of these items. I feel like I'm sorry I missed the mark. Um, so we went back and... Did you yeah. miss the mark? I think I, a little bit. I mean, okay. they liked the actual furniture. It was sometimes, it was oft, in often cases, the colors, you know, going more gray rather than browns. And the carpet, you know, they wanted something higher end than what I had originally proposed. Um, then they weren't sure about brushed brass and then they wanted polished nickel. Now we're back to brushed brass again. You know, it's just, it was indecision. Yeah. And the funny thing is, Kimberly, we, we went out and we, we sourced the uh, living room carpet with one of the carpet samples and uh, at my um, custom drapery house, she also does pillows for me. And we selected all new pillows for the living room and with this carpet sample. So the carpet arrives, and this is also, you know, we're not doing a full installation in this house because of the way things have kind of gone off the rails. So the carpet arrives and then the pillows are ready to be picked up. And because it's a long story, but now they're re- redoing all the floors and redoing the kitchen. So we've, we've stopped, um, with the installation. So we're just picking up the pieces and storing it in her basement for the time being. But when she picked up the pillow, she said to me, Oh my God, the pillows actually look good with the carpet. And I said, yeah, obviously. (laughs) Interesting. Something's going on, you know, maybe, maybe it's like familiarity breeds contempt. Like she's such a good friend. She's seen you have these various careers. Maybe she just can't believe you're also good at this. Um, But I want to dig in a little bit deeper because yeah. At the point the client wants to second guess everything, I have to ask myself if I did miss the mark. And then yeah. I'm going back through my notes, everything that she told me in terms of the mandate, what she wants to accomplish. And if I miss mm-hmm. the mark, then that's on me. So I have to I have to get better at hitting the mark. But yeah. if I didn't miss the mark. I did take all of her information and deliver what she told me she wanted. Then it's my job to stand very firm in the choices that I've made. And once I do that, I have only two levers to use to get my client on board, time and money. So the lever of time goes like this. You know, uh, Erica, I'm happy to reselect everything but we're going to be another eight weeks in that process. Mm -hmm. And with the delays and shipping delays and um, logistics issues we're having recently, this is really going to delay the project. Happy to do it, but that's a fact. 
And mm-hmm. if you're okay with that, I'm okay with that. But I still like what I proposed more than, you know, more obviously more than you do kind of thing. And the yeah. second lever I have is money. And so, Erica, I'm happy to reselect everything. That's a lot of design fees you're going to spend. Are you sure I can't convince you this is the right look for you? Because based on everything you told me over the couple of times we've talked about it, I actually feel strongly that you're going to love this. So what's going on here? And then if she still insists, okay, that's that's okay. There's nothing you can do, right? But those are the only two levers I have. Yeah, I know. I, I have heard that on your podcast and in the BOD. Like I, I know I'm supposed to do that. Um, yeah, you know what? I just, she wanted it to be just so perfect that she wanted to cross-check everything mm. um, and just make sure there wasn't anything better out there. And then, and as I said, off in off in several cases, we went right back to the original decision. Yeah. Um, so I don't know, you know, uh, going forward, I've implemented a, an extra little step with clients is I've created a mood board and just to make sure we're going in the right direction. I mean, I try and intake a lot of their ideas and, you know, function. Okay. So I I think it's really interesting. Sorry, totally interrupted, but you had 10 projects where it went perfectly and one where it didn't. And now you've added an extra step. I think the extra step is a mistake. I don't know a mood, a mood board, like that doesn't give me enough information. Like don't do it. Mood boards (laughs) like so 1980. We don't do mood boards. No, 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 no. Get it out. Get it out of there. Um, okay. It's, well, it's, it's just terrified because I'm I'm now working on this. We're just we're actually presenting this on Thursday. I'm kind of scared, but I've been checking in with. The, I'm doing this massive project. Um, it's a six thousand square foot house, full gut, and we're doing top to bottom, right down to the last throw pillow, everything, full installation, the whole thing. I know this is going to be the biggest project I've ever done. Um, but as I go, because I've been so scarred from this experience, I will check in with the client once in a while saying, you know, ask a little question. (laughs) Are you, is this the right direction? And Mm, no, no, no. They love everything so far. I don't know. I don't ask my heart surgeon, are we on the right track? I just, I don't want him to say to me like, you know, so I'm done with the first artery. How are we feeling about the second one? I, I really recommend you stick to the program, but you'll figure that out. I mean, it's not, it's not just that for me, I know I've tried it. It doesn't work. It's really literally at this point, thousands of people I know have done, have done what you're doing and it's not going to be as effective. So I, you know, I so often, I wish we could be confident in the 10 that went right and let the one that didn't go right, see what we can learn from it, but try, try 10 more. And if those 10 go well, you know, because I I think every couple of years I get a client, I just, I just can't work with it. You know, it happens. It used to be every, every client, but now it's like, you know, once every, I don't know, five years, there's a client, we're just not a fit and we still get through the project. Yeah. Yeah. So that was really my question. Like maybe the BOD 15 doesn't work for everybody. And when, like, when you're mid project or, you know, mid presentation, like, how do you handle, I I guess you did give me the tools for that, but, um, 
now I am where I am, where she's just consulting me where needed. And I've just basically lost all hope and I don't care anymore, <laughs> to be yeah, honest. It's probably no Call longer, me you need me. Yeah, it's probably yeah. no longer a project you can photograph. It probably uses a lot of your time. You probably feel guilty and you're not billing her. It's just a lose-lose situation. And she's a friend. So the more you know your client, the closer they are, friend or family, the more you should stick exactly to procedure and not very one bit, not mm-hmm. one bit. And by the way, do BOD 15 steps work for every client? I don't know, but they work for you. They're there to keep you on track. And in my experience, when I stay on track, when I keep the project moving forward in a linear, predictable way, clients love it and I finish the job And then if I choose, I can photograph it. But when I don't, when I start letting clients tell me how to run my business, I'm in big trouble. Think about it. When I hire someone for anything and they're saying, what do you think about this? And what do you think about that? That does not give me confidence. I have, we're doing a landscape project right now. And I had the landscapers here this morning and she, I was pushing back on something and she said, no, this is a huge mistake. You have to trust me. This is where the driveway goes. And I was like, okay, I, I surrender because that's not my expertise. Uh, It's a very different thing if she would say, I don't know, well, it could go here, but it could also go there. I'm in trouble because that is not my expertise. So I, I really think go back to channeling those first 10 projects where you didn't waver and then get really um, intentional about checking in during the presentation that you're on the right track. You know, literally, do you love this? Because I love this. How much do you love this fabric? Oh my God, can't you see it? You can, so can I. Like get in there and get a yes. And then it's too late. You've ordered everything. There's no time for second guessing. I know Mm -hmm. somebody's going to write in and say, you can't do that by law. You have to give them 48 hours or 72 hours or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't worry. Just be super confident. Get a yes. Get a buy-in. I'm not trying to trick anybody. The fact of the matter is the client experience is better if the expert I hire knows what they're talking about. And, and, you know, I have total confidence in the landscaper today who pushed back on the driveway. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. And I do yeah. believe she knows what she's talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I, she just got in your head. She did. And I was, I, I wanted to fire her, but you know, she's a friend and she knows a lot of people in the neighborhood and I, I have to keep it going, you know, because. Why, Why can't you? Well, I mean, fire is a harsh word, but yeah. <laughs> right. You're such a dear friend, given that yeah. our process doesn't seem to be a fit. You know, yeah. I'm thinking you you maybe don't need me. And so I'm going to gracefully bow out right now and give, let you off the hook. I, you know what? I did offer that um, before we started the kitchen. And she said, no, 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 you're great. We love your suggestion. Everything is, is great. We want to continue on. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. I tried. <laughs> so here I am now, you know, consulting when needed for the kitchen. <laughs> Um, I'm just going to ride it out and let it be, let it be. Yeah. 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 But, but just know, like she did come circle back to some of your original choices and those were the right choices. I mean, you know, those were the right choices. 
Yeah. And, you know, when we were going through the kitchen, I was very confident in my suggestions for where, you know, the design and everything, um, her cabinetry guy did the design. So I went in and consulted on, you know, space planning and gave my opinion, uh, rearranged some things. So they were very appreciative of that. I feel that they, they believe that I'm knowledgeable and experienced. I just, that was very odd. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I'm I'm really curious to know how Thursday is going to go. So I hope you're going to shoot us an email and tell us that it was just a smashing success. But you need yeah. to really be um, aware of your state of mind as you go into this and be strong mm. and be confident and don't waver. And use a lot mm. of language like, uh, you know, you, are you as excited about this as we are? I just, uh, this is divine. I love this. You know, I had a a client, we have really similar taste and we've done a bunch of projects for her. And I showed her this one fabric during the presentation. She hated it. She just hated it. She said it looked like, in in fact, I can show you. (laughs) It's right here. She Ah. said it looked like a potato sack. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I said, no, it doesn't. It's chic and it's fantastic. No, she hates it. Looks like a potato sack. But I hung in there and I said, "Uh, you're wrong. It's phenomenal. And I get that you're not going to buy it. That's cool. But I did not yeah. give her that it looked like a potato sack because I don't think yeah. it does. So, yeah. and you know, I know that's easier said than done, right? And yeah. it, it, it is. So believe me, I, I get that. Um, and you asked a question, do the BOD 15 steps work for every client? You know, that's an interesting question. I would say for my clients, 100%, it works. I meet a lot of designers who modify it and I would say then it doesn't always work. So, mm-hmm. and that sounds so arrogant. I hate that that sounds so arrogant, but that has been my experience in the experience of so many others. And maybe for the clients, I would say if there's a client it doesn't work for, it mm-hmm. is the client who wants this to be a hobby. That's who it doesn't work for. The client who says, no, let's go shopping together. I'm going to take my time. This is a 10-year project. That is not who it's for. It's really not. It's for the client who says, I I want this done. Let's get this done. Yeah, I think she kind of fell in that category because uh, she's she's not working outside the home. They just sold their company. So she's got time on her hands. And uh, maybe that's, you know, they like to go and shop and look around and go to restoration hardware and, you know, yeah, you should give her some kind of a course to take some like jewelry making or something to distract (laughs) her. Um, That's my, that's my idea of hell. I I don't want that. (sighs) I love clients who are too busy and they go, whatever you think, whatever you, I don't care, whatever you think you pick it. Yeah. That's the thing I like. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's who I have on Thursday. Um, They're busy and they want us to do it all. They're excited about this whole process. So we like to end every episode with design intervention. Do you have like one piece, final advice for anybody listening on like something that's really made a difference in your business, in your life? Well, to take the BOD, I mean, that has been game changing for me. <laughs> really has. Just you know what? Full like, disclosure, Karen is not under duress. We are not yeah. We are not holding her hostage, making her say this. No. That's very nice. Thank you. But come on, oh. something else too. <laughs> I, something else was just not to stray from it, I guess, right? Because that's what this episode was all about, is just stick to it. 
right? Yeah. And be confident yeah. in your abilities. I mean, this is what I say to clients. I said, we do this day in, day out. Yeah. Uh, and and a new, you know, two phrases that I've picked up from you, which I love, I used it again today. Experience has shown. <laughs> I use that all the time now. Right. And uh, the other one is, um, oh gosh, what is it? Um, oh, geez, I forget now. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> Experience That's... has shown me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That one anyway. Oh, it'll come so, to yeah. you. Yeah, I definitely have some memorized phrases. There's no question about it. Our policy is. That's the other one. Our policy is. Everybody, thanks. See you next time. Thank you for being part of the Business of Design community and supporting BOD's mission to improve the industry one design business at a time. It's time for you to take the next step and join Business of Design. Like thousands of design professionals in 50 countries around the world, you'll find the systems, strategies, and protocols you need to dramatically improve your business and transform your life. What are you waiting for? Start today. Start today.